welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, we chat with CLA Member of the Year, Colleen Unima of Brio Laundry in Bellingham, Washington. Colleen discusses her 10 years as a laundromat owner, shares some of the positive changes that she's seeing in the business that have her excited about the future of the laundry industry, and reveals that Brio will soon be a second-generation family business. In addition, Colleen talks about her latest project, Brio Laundry University, which will be launched industry-wide in early 2023. The Planet Laundry Podcast is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. This is the Planet Laundry Podcast. My name is Bob Neiman, and I'm the editor of Planet Laundry Magazine. Today, I'm with Colleen Unima of Brio Laundry in Bellingham, Washington. Colleen is a nationally certified teacher who taught for nearly 25 years from the high school level uh, to college classes. However, business ownership was never far away. She grew up uh, in retail with a, with a number of self-employed family members. The opening of Brio Laundry was kind of a natural move uh, as an encore career. A year spent, yes, doing laundry and laundromats, um, mm-hmm. meeting other laundry owners, joining the Coin Laundry Association and attending CLA events, all contributed to her business plan and the eventual opening of Brio Laundry. And 10 years into the second act, Colleen has been named the CLA's Member of the Year for 2022. Colleen, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, you bet. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Hey, congratulations uh, for being named uh, the Member of the Year. Well-deserved. What does that recognition mean to you? I'm, you know, I'm honored and I'm just as excited. I I have, we all get along, you know, we learn from Mm -hmm. each other. We're all in this for a long haul. And so Mm -hmm. to be named member of the year, I'm just representing all the members. And I think we all have that that attitude where we recognize good practice and we want to celebrate it. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, how did you first get involved with the CLA? Was it before you actually uh, purchased your store and got into the business as you were doing your uh, your due diligence? Or Absolutely. How did that- Absolutely. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Yeah, how'd that so go? when so I decided to leave decided teaching to and started researching a new career, a new career and actually, actually started, started doing laundry, doing laundry. I, I had three I boys had in exchange. <laughs> and I looked at laundry for a couple of reasons. <laughs> And then way before I finished my business plan, my husband and I went to Excellence in Laundry. We just went as future ambassadors. We met great people. Some of the same Mm -hmm. people we see today, right? Because like I said, so many people are in this for the long haul. And that was really encouraging to me that Mm -hmm. the same people come around, come around, come around. And Mm -hmm. some of that advice has been consistent over these many years. So it started Mm -hmm. before I had my plan done. So that that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see that 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 it had hey, it has staying power, and this is a good option yeah. for uh, for again that second act. Absolutely, yeah. you're right. Well, how how specifically has the association helped you uh, along that journey as you became a laundry owner, and as you you stepped into that, and then you became more of a veteran laundry owner? How has it helped? There's two two things I think. The events mm-hmm. help you meet people, and you get to mm-hmm. go there with maybe you know, hey, you guys, what do you do about this? Or um, mm-hmm. you listen. You know, there's always nuggets. Everybody's got these nuggets. Right. They may have knit it longer. They may be in a different market, something they've done. The other one is all the white papers and the research and the stuff that's available. I like to research and I like to read. So all things laundry. So you go there and if, if it's not a podcast or an interview, it's a paper, it's a survey. 
Like I read those surveys, you know, like I love those right. surveys. So the CLA is, is kind of faceted that way. The website mm-hmm. gives you access to all that stuff that you, in one place, you don't have to mm-hmm. go Google it. Right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Great points. Well, certainly when you decided to uh, hang out your shingle, become yeah. self-employed, you had a lot of options. So what initially piqued your interest in the laundromat industry specifically? Well, when I was, my, I have some self-employed siblings and, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I have a very large extended family. Like I'm talking okay. very large <laughs> and about 80% are in their own business. So is that right? Fourth of July party, I have mm-hmm. 65 first cousins. So, right. you know, like in main street of our little town, I bet there's six of my first cousins and they're second mm-hmm. generation businesses. So right. if you get together with my family, you're talking about marketing, you're talking about hours, you're talking about employees, you're talking about this stuff, right? Right, right. So when I when I kind of talked about laundry, it was up, there was a couple of other industries I was thinking and considering and, and weighing the options. And then my brother mm-hmm. said, gosh, he says, hey, Colleen, think about this one. Yours will make money when you're not there. I was like, right. Oh. And then the other one that everybody talks about is accounts receivable, Right. You don't want accounts mm-hmm. receivable because I'm mm-hmm. not an accountant and I don't want to have accounts mm-hmm. receivable, although I do sure. now because of the commercial laundry. But at the time, right. that was like a big plus, right? right. Easy financials. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Those so, those are all, you know, talking to people. And then right. the lifestyle. I like the people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like my people. You say that. You're comfortable with these yeah. people because they're my people. Right. Very good. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, you and I, we, we, we bumped into each other a couple times at the Clean Show uh, this summer. New laundry technology seemed to be everywhere in Atlanta. That's Were you looking for anything specifically? What types of new things kind of caught your eye? We were looking at automation, looking at mm-hmm. ways to make it more intuitive for our customer, portable, mm-hmm. easy to you know like train your employees on intuitive mm-hmm. so you know it's that cell phone idea right mm-hmm. it all seems right. intuitive right laundry mm-hmm. the you know trying to remove all the barriers right for all different groups to come in and do laundry right. with me and mm-hmm. and and invite them to do more laundry like mm-hmm. what else can we wash and how could we automate how else we do this so specifically there was the we just Travis was with me and we got very excited about this kiosk for dry cleaning, drop off and pick up. And I tell you why dry cleaning drop off is, is a thing. Mm -hmm. It's a people, we have no time to talk to them. They, it's, they've been just programmed to just kind of drop it off here. Here's my dry cleaning. Uh, When do I pick it up? Whereas in the laundromat world, you've got time with people that is, that was that's a shock. So we were thinking, oh, we love this idea because they can interact with the screen. It goes really fast. It's intuitive. Put it in the mm-hmm. bag. Put it in this thing. And the way mm-hmm. the these kiosks work, you punch in your number, and you know, out comes your dry cleaning. Right. And we we can't keep dry cleaning away from our store, right? It just it just happens. Mm-hmm. You just can't mm-hmm. stop it. So we right. I don't know. We we got kind of excited about the automation. We also got excited yeah. about. Loyalty cards that aren't physical anymore, they're more of a digital mm-hmm. wallet. Love that idea. Right. Right. Just right. help these people reduce all the barriers to come in and start my machine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Give them every way they can to, uh, to every use your business. Can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, you know, also in Atlanta this past summer, it felt like there was uh, a new energy at the trade show, like a new generation of operators kind of taking hold. And did you feel that a bit? Like there's sort of an evolution oh, underway uh, in the industry? Absolutely. I just felt yeah. like the energy, the youth that I saw, and, right. and you know, I'm older, so I'm looking at probably, they're probably 35 or 40. I don't know, but I'm calling them kids because <laughs> they're my kids. But, right. They, they're looking at things very differently. You know, mm-hmm. they're looking at it multiple careers at one time. They're used to jumping careers. You know, like I had a career and launched into mm-hmm. laundry. Okay. I'll have right. two in my lifetime. Right. They will have three or four or five. And so they're not afraid to say, oh, I might try this for a while. Or, hey, guys, mm-hmm. have you thought about this? Let's partner with this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. And we just are siloed, you know. We we don't tend to be that that linked together. And I what I saw happen at a dinner table just sort of blew my mind. They have these yeah. digital business cards, right? And they're all just tapping their phones together and they're sending. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> I got cards here, people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I was alone at the table with a physical card. Mm-hmm. It's right. Faster. It's more. I don't know. It's it's authentic. It's real. And mm-hmm. I think there's a group aging out. And, you know, my group saw the credit card at the machine, and that was a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. We saw chaos. We saw remote starts. We saw cloud computing mm-hmm. hit our POS systems. We saw all that. That's all right. taken for granted now. And now they're launching. Their connectivity right. to each other is going to be mm-hmm. huge, huge. Right. No, I felt the energy. Yeah. I thought it was exciting. Yeah, I, I think it's it, it's it's very exciting, and it's certainly yeah. imagine what's going to happen at the next clean show three years from now. Just seeing the changes, it's it's yeah, it's moving so fast. Well, speaking of of, of evolution, how has Brio Laundry evolved over the years? There's two ways I think we have evolved. One, the number one way was management. Mm-hmm. I did it all right. I was the manager. I scheduled right. everybody and everything. And then after a while, you get to this point where like, okay, we need a manager and they mm-hmm. need to do quality control on our drop off and, and the store and things like that. Well, then you have, you extend your hours and you extend your days and you're thinking, okay, we need team leads. So to have tiers within that management layer, even though I can't say they do the back office stuff, that can be cloud computing and that can be offsite. But to have mm-hmm. a manager is, is our biggest change and have team leads mm-hmm. and shift leads and give everybody procedures mm-hmm. and policies so that it can operate very smoothly. Mm-hmm. That was the goal. Not do ups and downs. Oh, we got to wait for Colleen to get here. You know, no. Right. Give them decision power and the, and the kind of the structure that they need to make good decisions. That's right. the number one change. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Anything else? Anything else that's kind of strikes you as far as how your business is? Uh, it's not the same as it was uh, ten years no. ago. No. Okay. The other thing we got okay. we got very busy, so we had to deal with lots of busyness and right. how to get how to meet the need of a customer when there's so mm-hmm. many, right? Or they come in mm-hmm. big groups, right? You know, we're 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 jockeying right. machines and things like this. The other that so that leads me to this. I had to increase the training of my employees very much. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I'll go right into the, my first, I think my biggest mistake and my first biggest mistake, um, mm-hmm. you know, in this business can't make very many. We're, we're so capital intense. Right. So right. you really got to think things through. You got to be pretty astute about this. But mm-hmm. what I assumed when I hired people at the beginning was that they had my business's best interest in mind. But in reality, they're worried about their puppy at home. <laughs> mm. That's 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 yeah. the truth. Yeah, they're yeah. worried about their car, and they need mm-hmm. to go get the dentist office. You know, to you know, whatever. They have other mm-hmm. concerns. Mm-hmm. So, right. I had to. I we you know we called them like tips of the day. Literally, I wrote yeah. a book on how to mm-hmm. meet the needs of our customers and the store, and they can't vary from that. I, I don't really that improvisation of them making decisions as they go is kind of out the window. They, they right. it's my decision and you just follow it. And so they've right. been very happy people mm-hmm. because they don't have to make the decision. They can solve a problem, but they know they're mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Right. So right. It, that, it takes the pressure was, off. And... Exactly. So they can just come to work and there's not mm-hmm. this, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. You know? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Well, I mean, that kind of leads me into, you know, you've created an actual university to teach employees how to do laundry. Tell me about that. Did it evolve out of this? Or please tell me about that. Oh, yeah. Overtime. I'm telling you. You know, after a while, you go in and you're like, that's not exactly how we fold socks. And Mm -hmm. our delivery, our process of doing laundry is very, very specific. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who's doing the job. The customer gets it. Now imagine, and I, I say this all the time, my brand is now in the intimacy of their bedroom on their bed getting ripped open because we wrap in paper and the right. smell has to be amazing. The presentation has to be just top notch. That brand, that right there, it's all sensual and it's it's the most important piece. So the way the socks get folded is a big deal. Right. Right. So I have to train my employees. How important is it that the socks are folded beautifully and the undies and the t-shirts and and all these things. And it just kind of occurred to me like, my goodness, I I have a degree in education here. Let's let's I looked, you know, just like let's do something real for people that -hmm. they can learn this in bite sized pieces and go back and review. And I had a place to say, hey, people, uh, you need some some refresher. Let's you go back to lesson 100. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hired a company. Mm-hmm. We did. It's a legit university as in they, mm-hmm. they log in. There's a student union. There's a what I call driver's really? side chats, little videos of okay. updates of how to do things. And they can post photos of what they like. And then, okay. you know, or questions, right? Oh, I have mm-hmm. this. I have a problem. But then the answer's posted for all to see. So they, so for instance, I had Travis uh, hire a new person. I said, okay, I'm not going to even touch them until they've completed the university. There are 400, there's 100, 200, 300, 400, and there's eight lessons in each one. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I dialed it in, Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Like it sounds like it. A washer. <laughs> because you, people, people don't always know, you know, mm-hmm. and doing laundry at home is way different than doing laundry in a laundromat. Let me tell you when you need to mm-hmm. produce, it's got to go fast. It's got to be wrinkle free. It's got to it's got to move through. So, that, right. so right. that was the it was kind of like the mother invention, right? I did it because I right. had to. And now <laughs> right. we right. put finishing touches on it. 
and it occurred to me, I think, at the last excellence that, gosh, there's a lot of people who are sitting there like me, like, I can't, you know, oh, I can't train one more person that, you mm-hmm. know. Right. So, right. so we're so making is- it available. It'll be in January. Okay. It'll be available to anybody who wants their okay. people to learn how to do laundry as in a wash, dry, fold scenario. Commercial what a laundry. great, yeah, what a great teaching tool. That's, that's really interesting. That, that's, that's awesome. Plus I get to and teach that, again. And you get to teach again. It, it comes yeah, full circle. <laughs> it did. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Right. Right. I love it. Now, you you had mentioned uh, your son, Travis, a few times already. Now, he has taken over the uh, the day-to-day operations at Brio. Yeah. Can you tell me about that and what, what initiated that change? And, and, and how does that affect your role in the business? So he's always been an investor. And he has okay. been active duty Coast Guard for almost 10 years. So when I started Brio, he went left in the Coast Guard. He's been in the Middle mm-hmm. East. He's been all over the world. So right. he was in Guam and we're coming up on that year eight, year nine. And my business plan ends at year 10. I'm going to sell this thing in year 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, and so we had this university going. I'm like, this is perfect. I get to do the university. I get to sell the business. So I send the email to all the kids, all our kids and, and some relatives, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what it's up. Right. He says, hey, I'm flying in from Guam. Okay. 14 hour flight. And I'm going to talk to you and dad. And we're like, oh, well, first, maybe there's a woman in his life. But no, it wasn't <laughs> that at all. It was, hey, I want to I want to do Brio. I was shocked. I, was, I couldn't be more excited. He has right. a business acumen that eclipses me. His, his, his instinctive, intuitive business sense is much more bubbly to the surface uh, than mine. Mm-hmm. And... So that was fantastic. But I said to him, I still want to sell the business. So for the the past year and a half, almost a year, yeah, I guess a mm-hmm. year, he has been doing, we transitioning to day, on daily operations. And right. so like he's looking at this automation. He made purchases at the clean show to automate mm-hmm. and change up things. And so as of January 2023, he mm-hmm. will own it. And I become the silent investor I become the chancellor of Laundry University, and he will, <laughs> he he will take it to the next level. Right, right. So very good, that's very our good. Plan, and it's yeah. I could not be more excited that it's my my own son. Oh, and that right. I trust him implicitly. Right. 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 You know, it's in good hands, and it's it's yeah. kind of carrying on the legacy of of, of Brio Laundry. Absolutely. Yeah. And he um, believes in it because he helped make it. You know, right, right. He's been there from the beginning, so he knows yep. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Now you've also recently partnered with uh, Aloha Laundry Life. Can yes. you explain this 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 new facet of of your business life and and how yes. that works oh. and how that fits in, please? Yeah. Okay. So they contacted me a couple of years ago because it, it's a national startup. It's a very interesting <laughs> startup for Wash Dry Fold in that they want to take basically entrepreneurs who want to just have a virtual laundromat. They want a route, a wash, dry, fold route, and then Mm -hmm. they'll go to trusted laundromats to do that business. So I was contacted by them in two regards. One, uh, we have Brio, what a perfect partner for some entrepreneur who wants to set up their Aloha business. Two, I'm like, well, that's cool because they come in and I don't have to do the work, right? Right. We like time out on the wash, dry, fold. We got... 
more than enough. <laughs> I'm not right. looking for more. <laughs> and we have a tiny little route. We're rural, right? I can't go 30 miles in the, in the mountains. So we have mm-hmm. a tiny little route, half days. We get enough. It's it's actually a lot. And because they know our name, right? We're so branded. So mm-hmm. this allowed, this I thought to myself, oh, this is kind of yeah. cool. I would launch yeah. some of my own people to be these entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. they could extend my route. They could take a mm-hmm. smaller community and make a go of it. They could go on right. the days we don't go, the afternoons we don't go. So that's, and then they said, okay, we need, we have all, we have people that we want to set up, but they don't know how to do laundry. And I said, all right, let's redo the, so we blew apart the university right. that we had and we made it better, just blew it to bits and it was good. Okay. And we had to make it better and more usable so that mm-hmm. Aloha Laundry Life people, when they're onboarded now, they all go through the university because oh, the premise okay. of their work, they're not going to make money if they don't know how to do laundry mm-hmm. and produce. It's production style. It's not like you do at home. It's right. using really good products so you don't have to rewash. And all the tricks mm-hmm. of the trade I've learned are in there. <laughs> right. So that's my, right. that's my involvement with them. And it's really fun okay. to watch it grow. They're mm-hmm. in the major cities. Uh, of course, we're a beta test every time for software um, right. develop, things like that. So yeah. it's, um, it's going to be interesting to watch them. This is not a DoorDash or Uber. This mm-hmm. is not bringing laundry to me for me to do. Right. right. They are doing right. their own laundry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, that's an interesting, uh, an interesting connection there between Aloha and your university. Uh, and yeah. it's exciting, exciting uh, things happening for sure. And I met, hey, I Cal- met the guys who started it at a CLA yeah. event. Right. Okay. All right. That. Again, back to the- over here on the, yeah, it was what breakfast over here in Seattle. And we were talking mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. the initial meeting of the founder and myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. years ago. And it's, it's, years ago. it's amazing how those things work out like that. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Colleen, after 10 years of doing this, what do you enjoy most about the laundry industry? You know, I love, I, I say this all the time. I love laundry. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. the people. <laughs> I love meeting yeah. the customers. I love innovation. I like change. I like the chaos of starting something new. I like, I, I think the laundry has allowed me to be really creative and it be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's the bottom line. Right. Right. Perfect. And it's, you know, I well, get to be independent. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Right. Oh, by contrast, what have you found most challenging in this industry over the years? I think it's, uh, there's two things that can happen. You can get bored, right? You can, you can get mm-hmm. kind of stuck in your ways and you can't see out of it. And mm-hmm. I put together a board of advisors early on so that mm-hmm. I have to report to them every quarter or every half a year and talk about the forest if I can't see the trees kind of thing. And mm-hmm. these are retired CEO types and they... Right. They're like, well, what about this? Or they'll look at the financials and go, whoa, this is creeping up. Right. Why are you outsourcing that when you could be doing that? Or or just mm-hmm. question my what I've settled into. I think settling is the, is a is a is a natural thing that happens, but you mm-hmm. have to 
you have to look at each day and go, oh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to talk to those regular customers, but I'm just going to ask them, you know, do you yeah. like what we do here? So right. I do surveys all the time, but it keeps mm-hmm. me from being bored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Sense. It's easy. It's easy to get stagnant in, in, in any, in any uh, arena for sure. Yeah. And it okay. is. And you know, here's what, here's what I see happen. If I go into other people's laundries, I'll walk in and you know how you walk by a, a chair and there's a magazine sitting on the floor, not on the stool, or there's a, a candy wrapper. And you know that that owner walked by that, right? Yeah. Oh, they didn't see it anymore. Right. That They're too close what, to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it's like you have to go in somebody else's store, see it and go, oh, I'm going to go back to mine and see if I see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, very good. That's, a, that's an excellent example. What are going to be some of the hot button issues for laundromat owners as we head into uh, 2023? This was a good question, Bob. And I, I really think it will be state mandates regarding minimum wage mm-hmm. benefits in addition to what will come down federally for like, you know, Family Leave Act and things like that. Our states right. are all jumping on board with sick mandatory sick pay. And this this idea that there is no such thing as a full-time person, part-time person, they all get the, if you offer benefits to one, you offer them to all. Those kinds of mandates are going to be the buttons because some people don't have a revenue share or revenue income that can, that can deal with like up to 25, 30% increase in pay rate. Right. So those are, those are tough choices, tough things to, implement labor and industries has its own things coming down the pike you know employment security has its own things coming down the pike right it's been it, i i have a feeling it'll all relate to that employee and the cost mm-hmm. to employ mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right right good point well traditionally laundromat ownership and and the industry in general have been male dominated arenas yeah. given that what advice would you give to other women who are looking to get into the laundromat industry? Do your homework. And I'm going to go back to my notes here. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, I really think it's follow your instinct. Mm-hmm. If you have a, if you have an idea and you have a plan and you can justify the plan, you have to know your numbers. You have to know these mm-hmm. things and then it's stick with it. And that's, that's doesn't matter if you're, anybody right you stick with it but as a woman specifically i think the ability to articulate why what you're going to do is working Mm -hmm. why it will work or why it is working and then Mm -hmm. be able to because you have processes you can go backwards and say oh this is why it works or this is what i have to change and made in order to make it work better i think Mm -hmm. i think there has to be a little bit more analytical than than just it's so I'll, I'll give you an example in my store. Sure. Okay. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And everybody walks in and goes, holy cow, this is beautiful. And I, I did. I put the money in design. I put the money in accoutrements. It's, it is beautiful. And it still is beautiful. But that's not what builds a business. You have to have the backside. You have to say, okay, I've got this many machines. i got to turn this many times a day. And right. customers need to use two machines, not one you know, et cetera, et cetera. So the training then becomes really, really important. So I think 
I think the initial piece of it is they may have this idea in their head or this thought or this plan, but it's that next step communicating it in a way that's understood by these, the general population of the industry, which is male dominated. And Mm -hmm. I've taught chemistry and biology in all male uh, college faculties. So that's, I was used to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. I was, I didn't even hardly see it because I was just used to it. Right. Right. There's not very, very many chemistry or physics or people out there. Right. Right. Right, right. Well, what do you think can be done to encourage more women to enter the laundry industry? And and especially in, in the more male-dominated roles, such as store ownership yeah. or management, engineering, things like that. What what do you think can be done to 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 turn that around a little bit? Well, the 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 start was this breakfast we had or this luncheon, I think luncheon we had last at the excellence or the last clean show, sorry. And it yep. was a women in laundry event. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. There's not th- that whole table we had that I was at a table of eight. We still keep in contact with each other. Now, here's what's interesting. Of that table, mm-hmm. I think three of us had laun- existing laundries and the rest of them were like interested. Right. So there, I think their potential to succeed Went, just went up exponentially because they have mm-hmm. a friend in the business. And mm-hmm. it's that, it's that, oh, they, they, I don't want to own a laundromat, but my goodness, I could sell machines because, mm-hmm. so for instance, at my table, there were a couple of women who are in pharmaceutical sales. That's outside mm-hmm. sales. They should own distributorships. So mm-hmm. somehow, somehow right. I think it's, it's up here reaching down and saying, hey, we're going to have a summit at this distributorship in this state if you are remotely interested. Mm -hmm. And the venue to do that is through Women in Laundry events. They just had a hundred and some sitting there. I don't think they should Mm -hmm. lose track of those hundred and some people. (laughs) Right, right, right. Those those connections are are invaluable and that networking is is what gives you the leg up uh, to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great points. Great points. Earlier, you alluded to uh, some mistakes you had made uh, early on in the business. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made in this business, if you care to share it? <laughs> it would be thinking my employees really help, wanted to help me build my business, right? They, they, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm telling right. you, it's true. <laughs> they really are more concerned about their dog mm-hmm. or the right. right. that. They Perfect. broke up with a name. So Perfect. I, you have to build a system that they perform and they feel really great, but they don't feel really great because you like them. They feel mm-hmm. really great because they succeeded in their best efforts. And right. so one of my, one of my uh, biggest mistakes was too high of expectations for, mm-hmm. for some, some individuals. And when I realized I have real people it sounds crazy, but when I realize mm-hmm. I've got people of all the whole spectrum, let's just celebrate who they are and have them do the right. best they can. So I, right. I call it bookending, right? They, they bounce between the bookends and mm-hmm. the book is different for each person. And within right. that, let's train them up to be the best they can be. And I always tell them, when you mm-hmm. leave my company, when you leave me, 
you need to go to a more complex environment and more money. Mm-hmm. And the, some right. of them are like, oh, oh, really? And I just make them sign it, right? I'm going to give yeah, you training. Right. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So I had a young right. man who worked for me, and I sent mm-hmm. him to tailoring school. He, he could sew. He was good. And I said, right. there's going to be a, a lack of people who know how to sew and do alterations on men's suits and jackets in the future. So right. while you work for me, I'm going to send you to school. And he did. And now mm-hmm. that's what he does. Wow. What a but great thing. Could, yeah. he, could he do some of these other things I was asking him? Not at all. He was kind mm-hmm. of a, don't ask yeah. that kid to fold laundry. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to learn. Let's, right. let's let people be who they are. Right. Right. Very good. They're not Very automatons good. and they're not all the same. Right. Right. We had talked a little bit about the, the women invented laundry uh, luncheon at, uh, at clean and, and the, that networking and that advice that, uh, that you can get back and forth. Who and where do you turn for business advice? When I first opened, I had a score counselor, seniors, corporate executive. It's in every community. I think mm-hmm. it's sponsored by the SBA. And I also mm-hmm. went to the Small Business Development Association every month. They would have a little luncheon to help help new businesses kind of keep keep momentum. Yeah. And then after that, I put together uh, a board of advisors. And I have to say, of all the things that I had, I always had them. You know, storms can come or, you know, COVID and things. Instantly, right. I go to them like, what, what's my marketing message now? Mm-hmm. What do I do now? I can only be open right. a certain number of hours and this, that, and the next thing. So they, they, they have, because they've grown with the company, they know the history of the company and they know me and they can, <laughs> they give good advice, right? <laughs> really good advice. The, the right. trick with any advice, the trick is that you take it. Right. And Absolutely. act on it. If yeah. you ask for advice, be prepared to act on the advice that you've been given. If you don't, they're going to stop Mm -hmm. giving you advice. Right. Very good. Very good. A lot of changes at Brio Laundry, as we've talked about. What what are your business goals for 2023? A lot of different things, a lot of moving parts. Uh, But what what are you you shooting to get done next year? Automation. Okay. So we have a laundromat, a dry cleaner, professional garment care, and we have commercial laundry. So it's, it's automation, like, especially on routes, right? If we have, if we Mm -hmm. have a commercial account that's near a residential account, we've got to think better about our routes. We've got to have a tool there to help us get, just be very much more smarter on that piece. That's automate some of that. So our drivers Mm -hmm. don't make any decisions. They follow the route. And they mm-hmm. pick up the laundry that's supposed to be picked up. Right. The other the other side is the university, of course, is going to launch in 2023. And I like the, the coin laundry group of people. I don't want to leave the coin laundry group of people. I think it's it's just a fun group to I just had a call the other day from a she's was at the women's luncheon. No, she couldn't make mm-hmm. it this time. She's been at other events, right? But we keep in contact mm-hmm. all the time. I want right. that. I want, I want that what I say matters to people, and I want to talk to people who what they say matters to me, and that's what mm-hmm. I found in the laundry. So mm-hmm. in 2023, 
I want Travis to find his place mm-hmm. in the community with his board of advisors um, to grow this company. For me, right. it's if somebody wants to do something like Brio or Brio itself, I would mm-hmm. say, absolutely, I can help. I'm at the end of the right. phone. I'm available. Mm-hmm. I, if you're having trouble making money doing wash, dry, fold, I can help. Right. I just right. want to be there, Perfect. you know? Right. In the middle right. of it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Hey, in general, what does the future hold for the laundromat business overall? I think it's, re- in general, um, mm-hmm. the paradigm is changing. Mm-hmm. I th- and still, what's really fascinating <laughs> is people say, well, what about, don't people have their washers and dryers in their own homes? And I would, pro- I would over half of my customers absolutely do. But, you know, they come to a laundromat because... One, it's faster, and they don't have to pay for the water, and it's it's convenient, I think, and it's intuitive, and it's got friendly people. So the paradigm is changing as to who our customers are, and I think we forget sometimes that it's not just one group of people. We've got perfect customers, and we've got to keep mm-hmm. reaching those perfect customers because if you don't market or you don't brand or you don't Mm -hmm. think, if you think I will build it, they will come. The they that you get is just a tip of the iceberg. There's a lot Mm -hmm. more they's out there and you've got to find that marketing message for them. Right. And it's a drip, right? It's like, it's that Mm -hmm. the mark Mm -hmm. drip marketing, right? It's just constant. There are people moving in, moving out and, I have one gal, she's got two sets of everything, but she comes to our laundry and puts her headphones in, watches her movie, mm-hmm. and goes to town. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Perfect. changing. Yeah, it is. It is. Last question for you, Colleen, and I really appreciate your time today. As I've appreciated your time for the last 10 years, uh, you've yeah. always been very gracious with your input with the magazine. So I, I just wanted to get that out there that I do appreciate all you've done for, for us and for me personally. But what's what's the most gratifying aspect of your time in the laundromat business? I think raising up the employees for launching beyond my job. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hourly and it is for them a job. For me, it's critical, right? Mission critical that they mm-hmm. they do everything to make my right. business grow. <laughs> yeah. The gratifying aspect is when I see them launch to a more complex environment, better pay, and they're moving their life forward. Mm-hmm. And we do coaching. We do financial coaching. We get investment people in there. Um, I have speakers come t- for staff meetings. So raising them up and growing them up to the best they can be has been the most satisfying and gratifying part of it all. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I have an alumni group. Put it that way. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything that I didn't ask that you would like to get out there that you would like to comment on or, or just with your entire journey uh, throughout this industry? Anything I didn't ask? No, but I think it's, it, we all would understand you can go to an auction. My husband is a professional in engineering. So we go to mm-hmm. these events and people will say, oh, dear, what do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I say I own a laundromat, oh, what about those Seahawks? <laughs> you know, it's the paradigm is so strong out there of of 30 years ago, 20 years mm-hmm. ago, I think right. in the, our world, in the CLA, you know, the zombie mats, right? They still right. eclipse, that paradigm still eclipses 
all of us who have tried to change that industry. Mm-hmm. So I just think there's going to be legion of us changing that paradigm in the next 10 years, and it's going to be pretty amazing. Perfect. It's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. It's really Absolutely. fun to watch already. Yeah. 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 It's just moving along. So, yeah. Colleen, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, as always, to, uh, to chat with you. And again, congratulations on uh, the honor of Member of the Year. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at planetlaundry.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.